We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, nine months, and two days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Emerson alongside Ned. How are you, Ned? I'm fine. First I'm time, fine. first time in many, many months. I have not called you Mr. Wizard. What's that? What have I done wrong? I don't know. I don't know. It's I, end of the year kind of thing. And yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see if we can get a, um, a round table with you and myself and Marty put together by the end of the year. So we, we got some days off coming up, we, don't we? Yeah, we do. So we'll have Days a, off. Yeah, we'll have a free. Well, you know what I mean. But we'll have a free evening at some point. Yeah, probably full of food. Sorry, full of food and everything else during Christmas and New Year. But yeah, I don't know. Sorry, is that okay? Yes, that is good. <laughs> I'm, I'm having fault. to. I'm having to juggle like two or three different screens at the moment. So yeah, just bear with me. That's all right. I'm getting hand signals from Johnny because I've put yes. the mic in the wrong yes. place. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's all good. All right, what do you got for us today? Uh, Roundtable discussion. What do you? What do you well, well, I wanted to start with COP28, but actually, something something turned up today, and it. I I really hate it really because it's going to affect what's going to be happening in the near future in a big way. And it's going to be, when you think what's happened over the last time, you think, well, yeah, COVID's been here, COVID-vax, COVID-unvaxed people, blah, 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 blah. It's going to, they're just going to let it rock and roll and die. Yeah. And they're probably going to let things like Pfizer disappear and everything else and use them as scapegoats, which they probably will do anyway. And we all know basically that the mRNA stuff is bloody dangerous. And we're still getting the fallout from it. And I wouldn't talk, I wasn't going to talk about COVID, but um, I mean, the economic fallout, the harm, and everything that's come with that is just a bit mental. We do have uh, some headlines that have come out uh, just in the last couple of days. Canadian journalist who pushed vaccine mandates and the isolation camp concept in Canada, you know, where they said that you need to be taken away and, and put into, uh, you know, forceful yeah, isolation. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Well, he died uh, two days ago at 33 years of age. Of what? Uh, they don't say. Being over-vaccinated, by any chance. Uh, it's entirely possible, yeah. And then, of course, you have uh, this incident that happened. Uh, well, actually, no, I, I got to get to this one first. This woman who is, uh, her name is uh, uh, Healing from from LC or something like that on Twitter. Uh, Celine is her name. She says, this is this what is I wear what? when I go to the bathroom. My mom works unmasked in an office, so I have no choice. And she has got on the, well, Ned, you can see it here. It's got on That's the full... Incredible. 
That is mental. It's the full like goggles and full canister respirator and everything else. She says, I'm not I'm not planning on catching COVID again. I think it would kill me. Uh, Yeah, darling. Yeah. And this is not last year. This is like a month ago. You're going to catch yourself a boyfriend like that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, she certainly is. Now, this was uh, yesterday in Brazil. This is a 30-year-old uh, performer down there. Uh, I can't think of his name at the moment, but uh, this was live on stage. Oh, he's not going to nosedive, is he? Uh, no, he's not. He's not going to nosedive, but uh, he is going. He's getting right here towards the, the finale there on the, the end of it. He's uh, peaking. It was, oh, he's he's peaking. done. Yeah, he, he died right oh, there dear. on the spot. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, he died of uh, at last note must have just been too much. It could have been too high. Yeah, that 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 E sharp just you know. But you know, there's a lot of information coming out now, and a lot of people are, especially like with the smaller population countries, coming out and starting to say, "Hang on, this harm that seems to happen within so many days after being vaccinated is in specific areas." So they're all talking about batch numbers and everything else now, aren't they? Because they're getting yes, they're going really intense. And it seems like there's a there is a certain area in Canada that got hit worse than anywhere else. I'm going to go, I'm just guessing, I'm because I don't know. I have no idea what you've got on the paper there in front of you. I'm going to guess Alberta because that is the most conservative part of Canada. Actually, it was Atlantic Canada. Interesting. Okay. You I know, like Alberta, you got Newfoundland, Labrador, yeah. Brunswick, yep. Nova Scotia, Prince Edward yep. Island. Manitoba, Ontario. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They had the biggest uptake of about 83 to 96% vaccine uptake. uptake. And they're having... 60 deaths per 100k people easy oh they reckon it spiked to 135 percent where other areas were next negligible i reckon it's gone up by and then the second year went up another 36 percent it's just got worse and that is yeah so you mentioned canada so there's that the national citizens inquiry finished in canada basically they tried to get government involvement but all of the government stayed away right now, so they put a, a commission together and basically on it, there was obviously um, uh, a senior law partner in the firm on the, because there's four commissioners and there was a, a community outreach person, there was an executive engineer and there was also a doctor of microbiology, immunology and a consultant in biochemistry all on the commission. There was something like, oh, there was hearings from over eight cities there was 90 experts, 305 witnesses. This report went into over 5,000 pages, all about what went on in Canada. And it's available out there because if you look up the NCI, this ended on November the 23rd. You can actually find the reports. You can find the, I mean, there is volumes of it, but it actually tells you what's within these volumes. Like um, the actual analysis and conclusions is in a like just over 600 pages of that, whereas the rest of it's all about the specific hearings and that. And um, I think that's in the first two volumes of the report. When but you finish there, is... I also have some uh, some new statistics out of the United States Department of Defense to add to this. So let me know when you're finished. Yeah, but um, it's just for people to go and have a look, especially if you're in Canada. Look up the NCI. Look what they did. They actually tried to do it in a government way where you subpoena people from the government. Nobody turned up from the government just about to actually go and actually stand and um, uh, actually parliamentarians, we're talking. There are were other people at civil level, lower civil levels, but the actual parliamentarians, no one would go and stand up in front of these people and say one way or another. It goes through all the panic, the fear, 
the mortal threat to the people, the criminalising of, you know, where they the police were used and they've actually showed video, everything, all this information was put there, all the evidence that was caught on camera, that was caught videos, that was caught. And it is, it's something to behold if you can actually go and have a... And it is, it's an eye-opener. And it's funded by, guess what? The people. So it's funded by the people, for the people, and it's a good, honest report. And I don't know if anything will come out of it, but the more people that see it, the more people might be able to push from different directions and that's canada so that's a positive because we haven't had any positive come out of canada for how long uh, we're still waiting on that <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> new zealand's done a similar thing canada's done a similar thing uh done this now yeah everybody should follow the like i mean we we talk about it um who's that chap that got arrested in was it mexico and sent back to germany full uh dr dr reiner fullness yeah yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, they got him and he's all locked away now. And there was a big push and I haven't heard anything since. I haven't. So, you know, I'm assuming you know. they have repatriated him already, uh, but I haven't heard anything else. Um, I'd like to add some statistics uh, to that if you're if you're finished. Go least. for it. No, 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 okay. no. Go for it. Right. So uh, these are the latest numbers out of the Department of Defense as of uh, 48 hours ago. Heart failures have spiked 1,000% amongst military pilots, not commercial pilots, military pilots. That well, should be very vaccinated then. Yes. Well, all of them did. Yeah. yeah. If, if you did not get vaccinated as a U.S. service member or a DOD contractor, then you were dishonorably discharged or fired. Now, uh, this is, let me see, the latest data of the uh, U.S. DOD. Lieutenant Ted Macy, an active duty officer with the United States Medical Service Corps, put a video up explaining all of these numbers, citing a letter from the U.S. Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness, Gilbert C uh, Cisneros, acknowledging the authenticity of the Pentagon data showing a massive uptick in heart failure and other serious conditions in 2021 and 2022, which, if you recall, that is during Operation <clears throat> Warp Speed, right? So uh, along yeah. with this, right, right. along with uh, uh, Lieutenant Macy, uh, you've also got um, his wife, who's actually in the process of running for a, um, a, co a congressional seat in Florida's 5th District uh, State Congress. They've been pretty outspoken about the uh, the mistreatment of service members who objected to this, you know, because like I said, you were dishonorably discharged. And it's been two or three years now. And they've said, oh, no, you can come back. There's no mandate anymore. Well, it's too late. You've already moved yeah. on. So, yeah. Well, yeah, and you're going to go back after they dishonorably discharged you? And no, no, I'm sorry. Now, here's what he cites. They should, in, get, they, they should actually get a settlement and just say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So here is what the numbers were out of the report. Are you ready for this? These are the increases in 2021, 2022. Cases of hypertension. This is post-vaccination, okay? Post-vaccination mandate. And then medical exams and reports from service members to uh, the medical corps after they were vaccinated. 2,181% increase in hypertension. 1,048% increase in neurological disorders. 680% increase in multiple sclerosis. 551% increase in Guillain-Barre syndrome, 487% increase in breast cancer, 472% increase in female infertility, 468% increase in pulmonary embolism, 452% increase in migraines, 437% increase in ovarian dysfunction, 369% increase in testicular cancer, and 302% increase in tachycardia. Big numbers. Those are big numbers. 
These are the numbers that they've been trying to stomp on for two or three years. Like I said, these numbers are not good. To say that our armed forces have been decimated is an understatement because we get the term decimate from, I believe it's the old uh, Roman days, which means one in 10. Well, if that's the case, one in nine have either been uh, permanently disabled or are dead of our enlisted men. And, and, then, one and in, then if they're if they're not dead, they then put a levy onto your yes funds, yes. your tax yes. system, drag mm-hmm. it down. Yes. The whole system. Yes. And then if you look at our officer corps, we're one in eight, which is even worse, are either dead or permanently disabled. There you go. Where's the accountability? I, I see not one person in handcuffs for any of this bullshit. Not one. Well, well like I said, the emergency umbrella's up and by law, and that's what they play with. But it's fraudulent. It is all fraudulent. I mean, even the House, um, the House, you know, Columbia's got a House of Representatives. They're screaming as well. There was a bloke in there screaming about this. The people of my country have been used as a an experiment. It's got to stop. They have, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're screaming from there. But people, you are going to scream. I mean, you cannot, eventually, you cannot just hide the dead. And it's just going to amass so much more. And people have made money. I mean, I found something, I mean, especially in the UK, um, with what we had with the Oxford AstraZeneca one, which was actually pulled off the market because of problems, which started with, um, you know, the reports of thrombosis and it was clotting and it went from one thing to another. And basically, um, one of the... uh, well, they call it a UK subsidiary because it's it's the Serum Institute of India, which used the Oxford and made the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID vaccine and distribute it. And guess what? They bought a £138 million Mayfair mansion the other day. A 25,000 Just a, just a small place. By, yeah, just a small place. Yeah. With the money, with the makings of the dead, basically. Blood money. Blood money. Well, yeah. And in 2021... This family pledged in 2021, funnily enough, 15 million to Oxford Uni for a new, well, the actual Poonawalla, Adar Poonawalla is the actual person. Poonawalla is the family name, a Poonawalla vaccine research building actually in Oxford University. They basically went, here's 50 million. And I'll tell you what, they've made that back with more, haven't they? They've made that back with so much more. And everybody that's involved in these vaccines has made umpteen amount of money. Yes. Uh, did you take a look at the Pfizer stock price uh, this week? Well, it should be plummeting down to zero, and so should Moderna. Uh, it hits. Yeah, it hit a multi-year low on uh, on Wednesday this week. Okay, they're just going to let it die out. Yeah, because it's too too much of a name. I don't know who's going to start taking the donations from your media and paying for that lot, sponsoring your media. I don't know because uh, just about everything you have over there is brought to you by Pfizer. So I'd, it is? I I don't know. I don't know who's going to do that. I'm assuming that uh, it'll probably be uh, well. No, Moderna's headed to zero too, aren't they? So yeah, um, because because Bill Gates has got Africa to play with. Yeah, and then um, I don't know. Maybe it'll be his fresh new company, Novavax. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I must admit, there is one thing that we've got a. Um, Oh, a load of bullshit going on in this country with our COVID inquiry. It's just garbage. Where's Especially Neil Ferguson? You... I, I'm just, I'm just curious. Where's Neil Ferguson? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Armageddon, Mr. There's going to be five million dead if we don't close everything down. It's going to be twenty million. We're going to lose half the UK if we don't shut everything down. But what Where's... we don't lose, we'll vax and lose anyway. Yes, but I'm still going to go visit my mistress. Where is Neil Ferguson being hauled in and made an example of in front of all the media? 
in that country. There isn't. There isn't. Matt Hancock's been in there and said his political bullshit, and he's just walked out. They're dragging Richie Sunak in for actually this political crap, because during COVID, because he obviously... Bojo was the Prime Minister and he was the Chancellor, wasn't he? Rishi Sunak was the Chancellor. And they said, eat out to help out during COVID. So go out and eat out. Yeah, do it. And do you know something? That was the only decent thing they did. Tried to tell the people to get out and be normal for that period of time. And now they're trying to drag him over the coals for it, for saying, you probably called a, caused a resurgence in COVID due to that. Rubbish. I will only... I, I'll. I won't defend a criminal act, but that is rubbish. Rishi Sunak has done some crap things. They all have. That is rubbish. I mean, herd immunity, getting out there, no problem. He might have even saved a few more than whatever, as long as they weren't vaccinated. It's just... And people like Sir Patrick Valance, the usual one, Chris Whitty, they're all climbing on this case. Those are the people that need to be really locked up. And that Hancock idiot. I mean, I've just had enough of that. There's another study being released, um, having a go at the uh, mRNA vaccines because they found something else, another ingredient within it. Yeah. It's funny. They keep finding more ingredients when they do other studies and other research on them. Yeah. um, Right. This ingredient is called 1-methyl-pseudouridine, and it has a sort of random effect. Instead of making the intended spike protein, it randomly creates other proteins. Randomly. They actually well, they don't know yeah. what proteins <laughs> they don't know what it producing. is. They don't know what proteins it has a it's like it's got um it makes up the RNA translation, right? Thirty three percent of the time properly. The rest of the time it could be randomly creating an unknown protein in your body. Um this okay. Um dangerous is not even the word I would choose to describe this. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. Basically, that's, that's a massive amount of... People don't understand. They think they get an injection of mRNA, but the amount of these particles that make up one dose is millions, yeah? And this stuff gets pumped into your body. So basically, it's, 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 it's really... It's, it's bizarre. No wonder you have an immuno responses. It's just, it's just mental. This got reported back to them. And initially it said, the telegraph this came out of, initially they said, there's no adverse effects, yeah, by these nonsense proteins. And then they changed it to, they cause an unintended, an unintended immune system flare-up. So your immune system flare-ups, it's because it's producing unknown proteins, yeah? But there's no evidence. Why isn't there any evidence? Because they weren't looking for it, because they specifically didn't highlight it. So they say, well, there's no evidence. It's basically what it's meant to do. It's meant to stabilize the mRNA load, but it does it about a third of the time. And then it just creates another protein instead of a spike protein. And it's just it's just mental. I mean, it's been checked out. And we don't know what any of the uh, of the side effects or or other unintended consequences of that could be. Unintended side effects. No, you don't. No. No. No, they don't. And that's so basically like, you can't even you can't even establish a baseline to, to no. understand what that would be. Nope. Nope. So and basically, this is what they this is part of what they wanted to bury for seventy five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know the irony? <laughs> well, I'm seeing irony after irony, so you have to be more specific. So for those that this, for those that are wondering, this, this, that is over this, there this, laughing hysterically. This peer review study that came out, right, was initially written quite a while ago, yeah, on this. And this isn't new, but I dug it up and I looked at it and I went, 
hmm, okay, this shows that this methyl pseudouridine makes a synthetic mRNA too stable. And the biggest problem is when things become too stable, they don't work. They don't break down like they should. That's why, I mean, if you go to whatever chemical compounds, especially the ones that go into the atmosphere, and you're putting things into your body, which remain too stable, so they don't break down when they should. But the thing is, this peer review on this about um, how it's reacting and these random proteins that it can give out. After it, a Nobel Prize was given out to two scientists who figured out how to make artificially long-lasting mRNA using one methyl pseudouridine. So they got a Nobel Prize for it after of course this paper do. was put out saying it's unstable, yeah. saying it's too stable and it's creating um, unknown proteins. But they got and a Nobel it- Prize for it. Oh, yeah, that came afterwards, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Kissinger got one for peace. Well, so did Obama. Yeah. Obama got one for peace. Uh-huh. So, yeah. The EU got one for whatever reason. Why don't we just give Gates one? We're just handing them out like that. Yeah, hell, let's well, give one to Xi Jinping. I don't know. Gates, Gates should have an enumerate. He should have an infinite amount of them. He's done that much shite. He's done so much good, hasn't he? <laughs> I mean, he's... <laughs> when I think of Nobel Peace Prize, I think of Bill Gates, don't you? Uh, it's, it's just mad. I mean, you've had you've had plasmid contamination. You've had SV40 activant, which was to do with um, a monkey virus. They found that in it. You've had the spike protein binding to immune cells. You've had now this random protein generation all within. And then obviously you've got the other contaminants which have been found in there due to bad manufacturing and... Then you've got your delivery system of the lipid nanoparticles. It's a bit of a bomb, isn't it? It is a ticking time bomb that you're sitting on. If you've been jabbed, it's a ticking time bomb that you're, that you're sitting on that could go off tomorrow or never. And the trouble is, if it's too stable, you see, the thing is, when the FDA, FDA first mentioned it, they said it will not stay in your system for very long. They did say that, but, yeah. But that made that was it a lie. too stable. Yeah, that made it too stable, and then it was still producing random proteins. So now they know why something made the mRNA too stable. It was a lie; it wasn't breaking down. Oh, hang on, it's called a, ra- a random event here. What's going on here? Boom! That affects your immune system. Blah 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 blah. Let's line it all up. But the big thing is that sort of stuff. And then then once it's happened, you've got Mr. Gates who's given it. Ah, the COVID stuff. It's all crap now. Whatever. On the 28th of November, Japan came out with something really interesting. And this is your future, guys. Meiji Sika Pharma released a statement on the 28th of November, approved by the Japanese Ministry of Health to manufacture and market Kostave. That's K-O-S-T-A-I-V-E. I don't know how you're going to say it. It's called not an mRNA vaccine. It's called an S-A-M-R-N-A vaccine. S-A-M-R-N-A. Now, I asked you about this in prep, and you said, nope, you weren't going to tell me. No, I'm looking for you <laughs> in a minute. Basically, I was looking for things like you asked me such things like, oh, is that, are they doing it with Pfizer or whatever? No, it's exclusive partnership with CSL. Now, CSL uh, Securus, that's S-E-Q-I-R-U-S, is one of the largest flu vaccine providers of the world. So they've got a massive platform to use that, yeah? In it's all well, Costave is also known as ARCT, that's A R C T 154. And in Vietnam, apparently, it's known as VBC COVID 154. So they're obviously putting this out there. Now, there have been no proper control trials, but the phase three trial tested on 838 people. There's no, been no control, proper control group. The results haven't been published yet, although approval has been given. 
don't we feel like we've been here before? Yes, it feels like it's a, it's a repeat of where we were in, in the beginning. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And guess what? They come out with, this vaccine requires two doses. Oh, go, go figure. So let, let me get this straight. So what they didn't get you with the first time. Okay, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Right. So they're they're putting this together. All right, before I before I even go down that road, they're putting this together. Actually, you know what? Just forget all that. Because in order for them to do this, they're going to need a new pandemic, aren't they? Oh, marvelous, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. this, no, no, no. This no? is, this is to go across. You got to wait for it. They, this is, this is the thing in the future. <laughs> you got to wait. So they were tra- they were changing all vaccines. They're in the process of changing all vaccines to mRNA. Now you're saying they're going to change them to this. So SR, S-A-M-R-N-A. S-A-M-R-N-A. And you'll find out why. Second administered dose is to be 28 days after the first, but okay, just as like well as boosters for adults of 18 years and or older. <laughs> and you know what they'll do? They'll do. They'll say that now, but then they'll say, well, no, now we need to do the 15 to 17s, and then we need to do the 12 to 15s. Now we need to do zero to six months. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been developed by um, a company called Arcturus Therapeutics. Three investors... That I have noted, apart from the one of them being the Japanese government, BADA, that's the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority, okay. part of the uh, Department of Health and Human Services in the US. I was getting ready to say that doesn't sound like it's government connected or funded or anything. No. <laughs> and for some reason, the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Cystic Fibrosis Foundation? That's yeah. an odd one. It is. What are they doing in there? <laughs> Unless they're looking to to pick up some more clients, maybe. I haven't, haven't worked this one out yet. But I thought, why are they doing some funding? And then I just had a chuckle and then I moved on. I went, so why this vaccine, eh? Hmm. Right. Okay. They've got a new name for it, by the way. Not just SA. MRNA, it's called. No, that's too, com- that's too complicated. It's a replicon. There you vaccine. go. Yeah, they need something to sell the public, don't they? It's it's a replicon. Replicon. And that yeah. actually tells you what it's up against, right? So, okay, people, your mRNA vaccine, right? You've got basically RNA, and then you've got basically, which is a, and then you've got the um, co-sequence protein, right, for production of the spike protein. So you've got this RNA, and you've got this code sequence in there, and it's covered by, say, it's surrounded by your lipid nanoparticles, and then they get that into the cell, and then it starts to produce spike proteins. That's your mRNA base in a, in a basic and, Well, yeah, but not only does it produce the spike proteins, it produces the other proteins too that you're saying. Oh, no, 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 no. That's previous. That's previous. That's I'm, a, oh, I'm, that's, I'm, okay, I'm, so this, not yeah, this one. This is, okay, I'm just it. trying to say this is basically how the mRNA is meant to work. To right, 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 right. Now, the sRNA, smRNA is slightly different. We know that the mRNA is a bit of a rabbit hole because all that, all that stuff that's coming out here, yeah? Right. Now, this is when it started to really upset me a bit because your smRNA, right, you've got your RNA and as well as the usual protein, right, the spike protein produced, yeah, the coding for that, it also has an additional protein in there, which they call replicase. And I'm giving it, you've just f***ing named something, replicase. Then I looked into how it works. So basically, you've got both these proteins in there. The lipids get it in, but what it does is... This is a self-replicating vaccine using you to replicate itself, print itself, fabricate itself, and off it goes. Do you know what this sounds like? Just on that point, do do you know what this sounds like? Do you remember we were talking about aspartame? Yeah. 
and how it changes once it enters your body. It, it becomes toxic at certain yes. Yeah. This is the same thing. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's harmless in its in its own isolated state, but when it enters your body, that's when it turns into a real nasty. It is this replicase protein is now what people right, this is what gets me, yeah. Replicase. And I start to think DNA. Now your DNA helix is like two strands that go in opposite directions intertwined, yeah? And how your body naturally um uh, reproduces, replicates its own DNA is, it has a protein called helicase, which unzips it down the middle, whoomph, and they put two strands apart, yeah? And then you've got, um, basically, um, you've got another protein called polymerase, which lo looks for all your free nucleotides. So it makes sure the shapings of A go to T or T to A, and C to G and T to G, uh, G, to C. And that polymerase makes sure they all link up. This... Replicase sounds like a polymerase protein. So this is them coding, as far as I'm concerned. And you, that means if you're coding DNA, that's not good. That means you can do just about whatever. I mean, I'm not saying it is, but looking into it and my understanding, I'm giving it, hang on, this actually sounds very close to polymerase and they're calling it replicase. I'm giving it, uh-uh. But the scary thing is, right, they've produced this because it replicates itself, so you don't need as much. So it's going to be cheaper to produce. Oh, so they can manufacture it on an industrial scale, then, is what you're saying, and they can make all kinds of money off of it. Oh, well, that wouldn't be the reason, would it? No, no, of course not. Why, why would they do something like that? Right. And also, hear this. This is really good on their science sheet. This is bad science, right? Really. So theoretically... Is, this whole thing is bad <laughs> science. <laughs> because the host is being used to manufacture the vaccine, it reduces the amount injected in the first place. So here, in theory, there should be fewer side effects. In theory. But hold on a minute. Should uh, be fewer on. side effects, but shouldn't it there be, Shouldn't there be any, no side effects, thank you? So they're saying you could probably still get side effects, but there'll be fewer. <laughs> well, that's comforting. <laughs> No side effects, please. This is supposed to be a vaccine. Oh my god. Do you remember now, the <laughs> do you remember the clips? You're you're sitting here and you're talking about all this stuff about coding DNA and things like that. Do you remember I, I was um I played that clip for you last week of Bill Gates talking about CRISPR? Would you like for me to play that again for reference? Uh, no. No, no, not okay, splicing no. and cutting in. No, <laughs> because that's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the thing is, right? I, I, it's true. You only need five milligrams of this stuff. Apparently, Pfizer used to be thirty milligrams. You know, Moderna was a hundred milligrams. I didn't know that. They did have different um, uh, yeah. amounts. Yeah, different dosages. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the thing is, they reckon right that this will interact with the immune system across all manner of disease scenarios, right? Hmm. So you got your lower production cost, obviously, because you don't need so much. It doesn't, it could possibly mitigate side effects, but you get fewer, but then you shouldn't have that. No, thank you. And they've got a word for this. It's called reactogenicity, how it reacts with you. They've come up with another word. So you've got replicase, which is probably a polymerase protein, and you've got this rectogenicity. It's got less reactogenicity. Yeah, okay. So they reckon because it's self-replicating, it means high levels of antibodies. But we found out that, obviously, that even in the test, they said, well, it's producing antibodies. Any foreign 
object that goes into your body that your body sees as an invasion, your body will create antibodies. And the biggest problem was there were too many antibodies. Your body was going over the top. Your immune system was going through the wall. And you you, call, you became your worst enemy, your own worst enemy. That's what it was doing to your system. But the biggest problem is, if this is a self-replicating thing, how do you switch it off? How do you stop it telling it? Why would you want to switch it off, Ned? It's, it's all, the, all the benefits you're getting from it. You know, how why do you, would you want to tell it to stop replicating? I mean, well, all I could find in there is after a certain amount of time, it'll be gone. Really? We don't know that. And you've got this self-replicating thing? You've got this 3D, you've got this molecular 3D printer slide into your system. All right. If we churning it out. Okay. So let's look at it like this, right? Let's go to Tony Blair, right? Tony Blair said at Davos last year, he says, there are going to be more agendas coming where you're going to need multiple shots. If you're to apply what you're talking about to that, then that means that you would have to continue to go back and get like a system update, if you will, in order to keep yourself from falling into disrepair, if you will. I'm just guessing. I don't know. It's just madness. It, it is, is madness, it is, but they, they're, they're mad themselves. No, you're not wrong. But the thing is, they're also pushing this to say, basically, you can va vaccinate against shingles and stuff like that, and they're going down that line again. You see, what they're doing here is, yeah, on the simplest point of virology, people, they vaccinate against your early pathogens when you're a kid. That's when you've got to stop. You've got to tell them not to leave the babies alone, leave the kids alone, because those early pathogens such as chickenpox, measles and everything, they naturally are produced by nature so you can go through that so it helps you against bigger pathogens later on. Why do they vaccinate against chickenpox? Because chickenpox is a natural wall against shingles. So if they vaccinate against chickenpox, they've got a whole market later on because shingles goes on the up and they can vaccinate against that this is a horrible thing they're doing it's got to be stopped they're not playing god they're just playing criminal it's just it's it's wrong they are messing with nature's natural answers which have been there and built up over uh, well from the beginning of our race this coding has taken a hell of a long time and this is all about money they've worked out what pathogens help against bigger pathogens and they're vaccinating against those first pathogens so they'll make your life shit later on so you have to get vaccinated for that. It is criminal. It's got to stop. They've literally got to push these right out the window. And obviously, I mean, not live vaccines seem to be a lot better than any synthesized manufactured vaccine. So I'm not saying all vaccines are bad. I'm saying this stuff is dangerous and they haven't, they don't know the fall. They, they, we're still getting the fallout from the normal mRNA. Now you're getting uh, S, SA. I mean, this is, the SA stands for self-amplification, by the way. So that's, that, that, that's, what, and that's why they call it a replicon because it's a replicon vaccine because it replicates itself. Yeah. And, it, well, and then they got, yeah, replicates. And, yeah. and this, this is just, it's, it's, it's comic book stuff. It's just, it's terrible. It's bad science. It's 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 just criminal. It's political and, science. And <laughs> the thing the, is, I'm not talking about the subject either. <laughs> so basically, you're going to see COVID mRNA buried. You're going to see these companies lose all their stock, and then they're going to say that's a bad point of history. But we now have the SA mRNA, 
and they'll move on to the next cut of lessons they've learned not. So, yeah, that's it for me on that lot. It makes me, it twists me up inside. It really does. It's, it's, it's just, there's so much bad stuff still coming out of the harm and they've made a something that's even going to be more. Oh, man. How, how can you just, oh, I don't know. I don't think any of uh, us know. I don't think they even know what they're doing, quite frankly. Oh, anyway. I'm not sure about that. Oh, well, maybe they do, which is even worse. All right, uh, moving on to, well, speaking of knowing what they're doing, let's move on to climate change, shall we? Yeah, there's another. That's another controlling factor of our lifetime. It is, isn't it? Yes. Now, you're going to love this one. I, I told you I had a piece out of the Daily Fail that they did two days ago. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? Yeah, of course you're sitting down. Is this, is this, is this about Cop Out 28? No, this is even worse than that. Um, that well, <laughs> let me let me ask you this: When you say cop out, what do you mean? Or what what are you referring to? Are you referring to the summit? Or are you referring to an individual? Oh, just a lot of it. It's a cop out, isn't it? It's basically yeah, it's just well, shit. Well, yeah, well, in this case, you're you're full of climate change. Scientists say breathing is bad for the environment. Gases we exhale contribute 0.1 percent of the UK's greenhouse gas emissions. So you see, Ned, just opt out. Just, just off yourself. Well, I did. For the I did actually look, look, right? Okay, people, let's go down the climate hole. The whole climate crap is all based on carbon. Yeah, carbon this, carbon that, carbon this, carbon that. Hang on, the whole biosphere, the whole planet is based on carbon chain science. We are hydrocarbons. That's part of us. So if they keep pushing this, do you get to the point where they go, okay, you're a pointless individual? Uh, hang on, you're a carbon life form. Why don't you just go and end it all? Well, that's what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it, they're, they're saying it without actually saying it. In yeah, this. exactly. And that's a scary point, people. I mean, when they actually put you into all these social networks of small places and make your life a misery, and then they give you the chance of opting out to save the planet because you're a carbon life form, yeah. That sounds really interesting, not. Doesn't it? Yeah, you got these suicide pods in the <laughs> Netherlands now. Have you seen this? In Canada, you can now schedule your, oh, your opt-out The MAID date. program. Yeah, yeah, the MAID program. Yeah, they're queuing up for that one. I think they just had enough of Trudeau's haircut. He's a miserable bastard. I think they just had enough of him. I mean, look, carbon is a natural thing of this biosphere. You look into any uh, biology, uh, chemistry, physics... It's quite amazing, actually, because within your A-level chemistry books and biology books, when they show you a molecular chain setup where you used to have, when I was growing up, it used to show you them all, where you used to have at each intersection, it used to be a carbon atom. Then you had these bonds with so much hydrogen and these endless polymers, yeah? Guess what bit they leave out now at the intersections? You see everything else, including the oxygen and the hydrogen, but there's no Cs at the intersection. There's no carbon there. No, it's there, but they don't have to show it to you. Oh, well, you, because that's that's a toxic thing. It's that's bad. <laughs> I'm giving it what? What? <laughs> no, you got to look into your A-level chemistry books and everything I else. Shudder, I, I shudder to think. Hang what's on. Now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just ridiculous. But the thing is, carbon. They go, oh, it's the most deadliest greenhouse. No, it's not. We still have a few bits of CFCs. We have HCFCs. We have um, HFCs. We've got an endless amount of chemicals which are still being allowed, which is linked to the chlorine atom, the chlorine molecules, which actually affect the ozone. You know, like they talk about um, 
your vortex. You know your vortex in Antarctica. They say the that that whirly yes. vortex that's there, yes. yeah? yeah, and they give it. Whoa, we've got a hole. Now you don't get a hole in the ozone. The ozone is quite deep, and there's no holes, but there's thinning of it. But the thing is, it's more acute there because the Antarctica has its own weather pattern with the vortex, yeah, and it gets very cold. And there's time there where there's no sunlight. There's there the, the, literally is no sunlight. So what happens is you get all these like um, ice ice particles yeah and the chlorine latches onto it yeah and then when you get spring back again your uvs come through it reacts with the chlorine uh, from all your chemicals your hcfcs which are up there because guess what like the mrna which is too stable due to the other protein the cfcs were too stable because they got up there they're meant to break down before they got there but we create these things since the 1920s and it gets up there, and the UVs hit the chlorine and then create free chlorine radicals, which then react with the oxygen, O1, which then stops the O2, making O3, which is ozone. And these are ten, tens of thousand times more reactive and dangerous than CO2, because CO2 is based as the norm, a one. These are in the thousands. They last longer, they're more reactive, mm -hmm. and we produce them. And we're still using them. So, no, don't pick on carbon and carbon dioxide and the rest of it. It's a natural cycle. It is. And the biosphere is actually doing quite well. Well, uh, I mean, not according to uh, USA Today. They published this piece two days ago. They say the weather is getting cold. Global warming is still making weather weird. Wildfires hurt. Bollocks. Yeah, I know. It's, I know. But I'm just I'm, I'm putting it up there for reference. Wildfires, hurricanes and floods, climate change already hitting the U.S., according to a new United Nations study, you know, because they are they're so uh, expert. You know, they oh, have a lot, uh, all the experts. Uh, right. You've <laughs> you'd love to. Right. You've triggered me that on that cold thing. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, I will tell you where we're heading and I'll explain okay. a few things. All right. The climate. All right. And yeah, a non-political about. OK, non-political about climate change. That should be interesting. Not climate change, about the weather patterns and things like that. And OK. Why. All right. Did you have a look at that uh, weather station report that I sent you? You had, you did see that, didn't you? Where they did based I? all that? Yeah, that. Oh, God. Where they put all those sensors and everything. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Within business sites and <laughs> concrete. Asphalt, like between, tarmac, oh, airport no, no. tarmacs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> geothermal well, this, well, this fence a, and everything else. Yeah. And they left them on the floor and actually temperatures. If you're going to take a temperature, it has to be at least two meters up from the floor. It has to be at least two meters up from the floor at the sensor as well. And it has to be in certain, it's got to be in open areas. People, you can go look at NASA. You can look at the uh, satellite information from the NOAA, which is the Oceanic and Atmospheric Authority, is it not? And they have in-depth yeah. atmosphere readings, not the crap they feed you and they feed into their computer models to get what they want out, right? It's all out there. And you look at it and you give it, well, this can't be right. It is. It is. Because they look at the atmosphere and they look at actually what's happening. Not so they can get the Red Cross out to give water to the Greeks, you know, and stuff like that, and get people left, right, and centre. Um, this COP28, they actually, well, they, they had a bit of a showcase the other day, didn't they? Because they accused the um, 
Arabs of not putting in directly putting it into the paperwork that fossil fuels are going to be phased out. Well, if I was well, an Arab, I, would, I, I wouldn't have put it in there either. I wouldn't have either. I'm an, no, oil, gonna, I'm an oil magnet. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna piss off a lot of the sheikhs over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this has been held in the UAE. So they had people. There was an excuse for them to get activists and people waving banners and saying yeah. this and that. Yeah, and yeah. but what get what gets me is right. The, the COP28, the UN, all these things, right? No debate. COP28 would have been worth it or any of them since the Paris Agreement. The Paris Agreement was an agenda which has been pushed and there's been no debate for and against, for and against. Because when you get the debate for and against, you will then get scientific answers of how you can make things right or have answers to things so the human race can flourish and you can get time schemes of our no rush into this because it's caused more damage. And if you create this, that'll have a negative effect because how many negative effects? Hang on, let's see. EVs, are they a negative effect? 100%. Solar? 100%. Can't recycle them. Wind? Wind? Same thing. Can't recycle them. Yeah. Yep. Right. And the thing is, they give it, well, there's no emissions. Uh, hang on. What does it take to get them there to actually produce the stuff out the ground to produce the actual stuff it takes to make them the man hours the mining to actually building it they will never it's like putting a parking meter in a small car park of 10 cars that cost you one million pounds to build this parking meter and somebody pays 10p a car and you can yeah. only get 10 of them a day that mm -hmm. is the sort of cost representative it will the carbon problem even if you want to use their carbon footprint it will never catch up they have caused and the cost and the cost to the just... consumer if you didn't have all the the subsidies and everything else and the tax credits and the tax stamps oh, and everything I... else you wouldn't be able to afford it well put it this way uh hang on kissinger said get the get the herd to pay for the vac get the herd vaccinated get them to pay for it yeah and do everything else same thing same line taxpayers money to do the pay for the research taxpayers money to subsidize it and guess who has to buy the product then the taxpayer the taxpayer hang on and the energy you be... <laughs> oh yeah and then your bills are going to go up <laughs> that's if you can have energy after that yeah yeah come on i mean this is just incredible isn't it same cycle it's, from same their routine, perspective it's same a good kick scheme in the butt. <laughs> yeah from, from their perspective from the government's perspective it's a good scheme isn't it I I mean, it works mean, for them sorry but i mean uh there's 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 10 pairs of boots behind everybody kicking them this way. <laughs> there is. Yeah. I, it, you wanted me to play ridiculous. this. Yeah, you wanted me to play this. I'm not sure why, but this was in Berlin. This is a Christmas tree by these. Right, right. This, yes, I did want you to play this because basically there's a Christmas tree. It's a big Christmas tree. It's in Berlin. And you've got these people spraying it with orange crap. Yeah, the last generation. It's their version of Just Stop Oil. Yeah. But why? No one knows. No, this is it. What's, what's so that basically, got to do with stopping the, oil. The, these people are supposed to be stopping oil, right? Or whatever it is. And we've gone through the things where people have said, yes, trees are bad for you and everything else. Right. A Christmas tree, right? If we go back to what a Christmas tree represents, yeah? A Christmas tree represents what is it? It is a tree that is covered in colorful things. Why? It goes back to an age. This isn't a religious thing. This is going back numerous years. A Christmas tree, uh, trees get bare in winter. 
Winter time used to be a very dark time, scary time. We wanted the spring. We wanted everything to come back. So you used to put colourful things in as if spring and wishing spring back. It is a pagan thing, and that's where it started. These people are literally pissing off nature, pissing off the idea of wishing for a good world to come back. Why? Because they can. What is the point of it? It defeats the whole object of having a brave new world and looking to the future. They are people with no future. And I'd like to know, why is it, Why were they wearing high-vis jackets? That's their thing here, is they, they wear those high-visibility jackets. They do it in the UK, too. He just took it off to spray the tree. Yeah. Well, they wear the... Um... Uh, what is it? The uh, it's like the black raincoat to I guess to stop the the stuff from coming back on you. I don't, I don't know. But you notice the uh, they're they're there for the photos the whole the whole time. A tree is a carbon capture tool. So why are they spraying it? I don't know. It's self defeating. They I've are self defeating. I think. I've been trying to work out why they are doing this, and if someone's got the answer to it, it just well, doesn't I, make any I sense. I might. To me. I I might have an answer, uh, but I don't think you'll like it. The environmental movement is the new home of international communism. It's about destruction. <laughs> I'm serious. It's about destruction. Of yeah, it's not that. Yeah, yeah. No, I cost. get it. But, but that's what it's about. With that, and, well, think about it. Think about it. it. What that is, is just what are chaos. That is just chaos. That's, that, that's is, chaos for no, no reason. But, but a Marxist revolution is about chaos. That's what it's all about. It's about tearing everything down. It's nihilism, as you've brought up in the past weeks in our prep sessions. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's what it is. And that's what these belief, people are. Belief in nothing. Yeah, that's what these people are. They're nihilists. Care but and belief for nothing. What is the largest goal that the international communist movement has always wanted for the Western world? A redistribution of wealth internationally. What does this green crap do? Exactly that. It's a redistribution of wealth on a massive oh, scale. Everything is. Everything. It's just it's it's just a redirection of wealth. Yes, in and a it gets direction us. To, into certain yes. people. And it's an excuse, and it's an excuse to tear down our industrial base and capitalism. But it's just gonna and even even to the point where you're gonna get feudalism with with your lords and dukes that are gonna be so few over the people or whatever. Even in this, <laughs> in this country, if I believe somewhere in the feudalism time, they actually got rid of a load of the tax and the bad stuff for the people and it and it worked <laughs> but the, these people are just going to tax everything out of existence including themselves i do not understand the killing of the cash cow well that's because it, you're going to replace it with a new system that's the they reason think, they're tearing down capitalism the, so basically they're going to live in their castles and ai is going to run everything for them well, the, if the, those people, well, I hate to break it to those people down at Davos, but those people aren't going to make it. Uh, it's just the way of things. I can play that clip of Yuri Besman off again, but uh, I don't think I need to. But you see, this COP28 thing, you've got people shouting out there, and this should be an alarm bell, people. Really should be an alarm bell, because these people at COP28 are supposed to be the carers of the planet. One of them shouted, it's our survival that is at stake. Another one, we did not come here to sign our death warrant. These are representatives from countries. These are people, I mean, they're not willing to debate and talk. And then at the last day, you got that MD of the IMF, Kristalina Georgieva. My God, she came down with an honest truth. Carbon tax must go up, up, up. To accelerate decarbonization. I went, hmm, okay. The distribution of wealth yeah. right there. Yeah. And it says it's got to be used as incentive to get what we want. 
Uh, excuse me, incentive means forced. Uh, yeah, remember the carrot and the stick with the COVID vaccine? It's coming in a big way and it's going to be taking everything you have away. And this is what it, that this is your this is what your Paris Accord started officially. Yeah? Paris or Kyoto? It was Paris, wasn't it? When they really booted it into stuff. Well, that's when it? they really kicked it into high gear. Yes, but yeah, the, yeah. Al Gore was responsible for the Kyoto Accords in ninety one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was sneaking along, doing whatever, and they really then they got everybody to sign into the Paris Accord. Funny enough, Paris has been a signing thing for a hell of a lot of nasty shite in the background, isn't it? It has, and you've also got uh, what's his name, Macron, been over there kissing G, you know, in the in the backside for quite some time now. Horrible. Do you think he got a new watch? He, I don't think. Uh, well, to be honest with you, I don't think he actually got himself elected. But hey, who am I? The thing about this carbon taxing, yeah, is you know that the um, one of the royal families, uh, Dubai royal families, founded a company. Guess what it's called? Uh, decarbonize the world. <laughs> Blue carbon. Blue carbon. Blue carbon. And this is real cool. Through this company, they're trying to acquire management rights to millions of hectares of land in Africa. There's that continent again. Yeah. Land grab in Africa. We know it's coming. The size of the land grab, though, at the moment is 10th of Liberia, a fifth of Zimbabwe, large parts of Kenya, Zambia and Tanzania. Basically, it's exactly what we said. If you've got money, they're going to say, if you want something, you've got to be able to offset your carbon footprint. Otherwise, you can't have it, people. That means the ordinary person will not be afforded to travel or anything unless you can offset it. These people are going to be buying up loads of land and saying, look, all them trees, all that land. No one's living on it. It's sucking up carbon. I can do what I want. That's my offset right there. Yeah. If they can't buy the land up, they're going to manage it. Yes, of course. They'll put leases on it for 99 years or whatever it is uh, for, a, for a pound. What's that going to do with Bill with uh, burying 70 million acres of trees? Oh, he's going down another loony click, but that's California. Oh, he's no, no, he's doing the, uh, no, I'm sorry. He's doing those carbon capture devices, you know, the actual, like the machines, those things. That, if that's not a scam, oh, yeah, I don't know the, what it is. The ones, the ones that actually to run, they yes. must be using energy, yes. but they don't produce anything. They just apparently capture it. So basically their carbon footprint just must be going up and up and up. Yes, but you're offsetting it because you have a carbon captured device. So you're actually that that's the product that you're actually making, but it's not a product. You heard the guy. Oh right, oh, right. okay. So we're capturing all this carbon out in the atmosphere until there's no more. And when the CO2, the plants don't get any CO2, what's going to happen to them? Well, we're going to have a, a rewilded planet at that point. That's, <laughs> that's so, the logic no, of these no people. No photosynthesis is going no to take place. Morons. Absolute morons. <laughs> you got to love it, haven't you? Uh, and no oxygen output. No carbon, natural yeah, carbon yeah, capture. Yeah, of course not. No natural yeah. carbon cycle Idiots. within a hydrocarbon life form biosphere. Oh, well. Oh, by the way, does that mean we're not allowed to eat carbohydrates? Well, if you're on a vegan diet, I think the entire thing is carbohydrates, is it not? Well, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen. So how'd you take the carbon out of that? Well, just don't eat. You know, just well, just, if you're don't eat. just don't eat. You're gonna. That's the that's the most it's the most vegan lifestyle you can live. I think is is just don't eat. And well, oh, you know well, what? Uh, you know what, Ned? Just schedule your appointment <laughs> at your nearest pod dealer, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just you know, you stop sucking up all that carbon. Last few minutes. You got any final words? <laughs> don't know. Have you got a bottomless magazine? I can just. <laughs> I don't know. I think this uh, podcast is the best I can do when it comes to a bottomless magazine. Uh, um. 
I tell you, I've, I've, I, I really need to get out of this political system. But the thing is, people, we're going into a um, lovely time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, this is something I didn't expect to be speaking about COVID, but uh, um, self-amplificating SA mRNA is a scary thing. Just stay away from vaccines. Just stay away from them or at least investigate it. I don't know why the doctors aren't putting their foot down on this. But Christmas is coming. Even if we're having a good time, these bastards are going to be doing behind the stuff behind the scenes. It's going to continue to go on. There's loads of stuff to talk about. It's all dark, I'm afraid. There's a lot of um, meetings to do with AI. There's a lot of meetings to do with climate. They're still pushing the agenda. Next year, think on it. Really think on your life. I really hope you have a wonderful time at Christmas and realise that things might just get a little bit tougher. Yeah, and if you want to have that wonderful time, we're going to have to fight for it. Really are. Christmas is a wonderful time. Yeah, I mean, I said the Christmas tree isn't a religious thing. It isn't a religious thing. It goes back a long way. Over the years, yeah, things have overwritten and we have pagan festivals at certain dates that are now the same as religious festivals. That doesn't mean one's bad and one's good. The people still relate to it and it's a point of community and gathering. Just get with it. Doesn't matter what it is. Enjoy it. New Year will come. And people <laughs> don't make resolutions because those are the things you break. Just either do or don't. It's simple as that. And next year, hopefully, it'll be a year of do because it's going to be a bit darker. And hopefully you're not one of the people that someone close to you isn't going to be there because it's already happening to loads of people. Wish you well. Um, I'll see you next week, hopefully, Johnny, just before we get into the actual Christmas festivity of the day. And we'll see if we can't put together a, a roundtable next week at some point. I will, uh, mm. I'll see if I can give you a call or, or whatever, see what we can do. I do want to do a short on that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 we, can, yeah, yeah we can do that. I'll get with you here in a couple of days and see if we can work something out. Yeah, so, that'd be good. All right. Uh, it's been a great conversation, my friend, as always. I will see you next week, possibly more than once. So that'll do it for us for today. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening. Good night.